Lecture topic. Purification of the heart. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nadheen as-tafa. Amma ba'du ta'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. إنه من يأتي ربه مجرما فإن له نار جهنم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا ومن يأتيه مؤمنا قد عمل الصالحات فله فأولئك لهم الدرجات العلا جنات عدن تجري من تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها وَذَٰلِكَ جَزَاءُ مَنْ تَزَكَّى صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ Most respected Allah my Karam, brothers and elders. In this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, Surah Al-Taha, Allah Ta'ala describes the two groups of people that will come on the day of Qiyamah. One group, Allah Ta'ala save us from being among them. Allah Ta'ala describes them as the criminals. Can we imagine that if a person in this dunya is called a criminal, what a disgrace it becomes. It's something not, something that can be digested, something that can be tolerated. If a person was falsely called a criminal, he would be so upset that there will be nothing that he will leave, no stone unturned to try and sort this out, who is this person and take him to task. But this dunya is such a temporary place, imagine on the day of Qiyamah somebody is called a criminal. Person of dunya, people may sometimes call him a criminal, but in the court of Allah Ta'ala if he is not a criminal, then this is not going to harm him in any way in the akhirat. But if in dunya somebody is praised as being the best person on earth, and what a wonderful person, and what a jolly person, and how much of good qualities he has, but all that is just on the surface of it. If in the court of Allah Ta'ala he is termed a criminal, none of these things is going to be of any benefit to him. The whole world's praise will not help him then on the day of Qiyamah. So the issue is the day of Qiyamah, how will things unfold on that day? Many a thing in dunya appears to be something, but then sometimes in dunya it turns out it was something else. Sometimes we get deceived about somebody that this person is just a nobody, but later in time the reality of that person opens out that what a great personality this person is in his own right, what wonderful qualities he has, what great consciousness of Allah Ta'ala he has, etc. And sometimes people get deceived about us and they think of us as very great and very noble and very whatever. And Allah forbid sometimes our reality comes out. Sometimes in what we say, sometimes in what we do, sometimes in how we conduct ourselves in some situation. So in any case, the reality will open out on the day of Qiyamah. There's an Arabic saying, فَسَوْفَ إِذَنْ تَشَفَ الْغُبَارِ سَتَعْرِفُ أَتَحْتَ رِجْلِكَ فَرَسٌ أَمْ حِمَارٌ That when the whole pack of donkeys are running, and then there's horses also, and everything all, but now this whole lot of animals are running at the same time, so the dust now rises. So when the dust rises, you can't make out who's riding what. So now the person who's riding a donkey also, he tries to now make himself look like he's riding a horse. He's also now pretending to be very much in front and whatever else. But then eventually the dust settles. When the dust settles, the reality comes out. Who's on a horse? Who's on a donkey? Dunya, there's a lot of dust. A lot of dust in dunya. So much of dust that sometimes we get deceived about ourselves too. We get deceived about ourselves and we start thinking ourselves as somebody, Allah forbid that the day of Qiyamah comes and the result comes out, you nobody. 
the result comes out that all your pretense in dunya, all that got left in dunya, and now whatever you did for name, fame, people, whatever other ulterior motives, so all that got sorted out in dunya, now in akhirat there's nothing left, then that sorrow and regret, there'll be no time and no place to make amends for it then. So in any case, this is one category and one group that's spoken about in this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, that those who will come as criminals, Allah Ta'ala save us, إِنَّهُ مَيَّأْتِ رَبَّهُ مُجْرِمًا Those who will come as criminals, for them is the fire of Jahannam. And the fire of Jahannam is such, لَا يَمُوتُ فِيهَا وَلَا يَحْيَا There's neither life in it, and there's neither death in it. Obviously, the people in Jahannam will be living, but that life cannot be called life in any way. That life is worse than death, because that life is a life of torture, that life is a life of suffering and pain, so it's not worth calling a life in any way. So neither will they be living any kind of life that can be called life, but neither will death come also. Now this is the one category, this is the worst level of criminal life speaking about the kuffar. And then in opposite to them is those who have iman. So Allah Ta'ala says that those who come with iman, mu'minan. But together with iman, mu'minan qad amila salihat. Iman and amal salihat. Now we're looking for the direct entry to Jannat, then direct entry to Jannat, obviously the ticket to Jannat is Iman. Without Iman, there is no entry to Jannat. This is a lesson that we have to keep reminding ourselves of, reminding our families of, reminding one and all of, that there is no entry into Jannat without Iman. And whatever else may be said, whatever else might be pushed forward in this time and age that we are living in and that the ideology that no need to now make any distinction between different faiths and religions it's all one and the same this is all meant to take people's iman away from them so that at the end of the road the person let alone riding a donkey is riding nothing he's out of the race completely he's headed towards destruction so the only deen that is acceptable to, the, to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala inna deena illallahil islam The only deen acceptable to Allah Ta'ala is Islam And وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِ غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلَنْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْ Anyone who seeks any religion apart from Islam it will never be accepted from him And at that time on the day of Qiyamah he can try if he could fill the whole earth full of gold and give it in ransom but that too won't save him from the fire of Jahannam and save him from being perpetually in the fire of Jahannam. The person left without Iman, then if he left as a Yahudi, he left as a Nasrani, he left as whatever else, but there's perpetual doom in Jahannam. So in any case, Allah Ta'ala says that those who come with Iman, so Iman is a ticket to Jannat. But together with Iman, Iman coupled with A'mal Salihat. He is not only just coming with Iman, but he's coming together with Iman, with Amal Salihah. Now he's paved the way with Allah Ta'ala's Fazal to go directly to Jannat. Go with Allah Ta'ala's Fazal alone. But this is the sabab Allah has made. That to go directly to Jannat, Iman and Amal Salihah. فَأُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمُ الدَّرَجَاتُ Allah Ta'ala says for them are the elevated stages of Akhirat, elevated stages of Jannat. In dunya, we always trying to aspire for something more. Person always looking to upgrade something and update something and trying to so-called, as we call it, improve the quality of life. Person living in the lap of luxury also, is still trying to improve the quality of life. But the quality of life is inside. If there is true quality of life inside the heart, then the person will enjoy the external na'mas of Allah Ta'ala also. And he'll make shukar on that and that too will take him closer to Allah Ta'ala. But if that quality is gone inside, then these external things will be meaningless. That most delicious food too will be tasteless. 
that beautiful, wonderful bed also will not be able to help get him sleep. And all the beautiful scenery around him and whatever else will be just like having no meaning at all because there's turmoil inside. So the quality is all inside. That quality has to be enhanced. Then everything outside will become enjoyable also. But if that is in turmoil, then this will be meaningless. So in any case, this is something we are always aspiring for, always trying to upgrade and update something, and always trying to do better, and the person can now drive something better, so he is not content with the lesser one. So that lesser two was not something less. But he always wants something better now, so now something new on the market, something, the latest model, and then he's updating his phone because that one there now is not, nothing wrong with it. He hasn't even learned the out of the features yet, but it's now not in keeping up with the latest. So now he's not keeping up with the latest, is not good enough. So now because that excess, Allah Ta'ala's na'mat, which somebody could have, some starving person could have eaten out of that, but when that consciousness is not there, then that gets squandered in things that are of no benefit, futile. So in any case, this is as far as dunya is concerned, how we approach things. Allah Ta'ala is inviting us here for ulaika lahumud darajatul ula that upgrade your level in Jannat also. Upgrade your level in Jannat. If you can travel first class, you don't want to travel economy. Say, no, no, economy is for the poor people. I can afford to travel first class. So now one person want to go somewhere. Now he's taking a break. This is now everybody around him. They're insisting, no, you have to go to a certain destination overseas. And I say, but that is, you know, okay, let's just let's stay at home this holiday. Say, no, no, it's impossible. Only poor people stay at home. Poor people stay at home. Everybody else goes for a holiday. Who can afford it? So now that becomes the lifestyle. That becomes how the approach, the mindset. That these no more become something that on a level of a luxury, on a level of some, some extra, it becomes a need. And then what kind of need? Need just to maybe show the neighbors, we also, you know, in the league, we're not poor. Because poor people stay at home. We're also in the league. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. And that becomes the direction and that becomes the goal, then where we are headed to. So in dunya we always try to upgrade and update. Allah Ta'ala is inviting us. Ula'ika lahumud darajatul ula. They don't just be content with the very, very basic level. Allah Ta'ala hasn't just given you dry bread and water to survive. Allah Ta'ala has showed His na'mats. And that is just one part of it, what kind of, whether a person is eating dry bread and water, that too is Allah Ta'ala's great na'mat. The countless na'mats we use every moment in the physical self Allah has given us, all the entire universe around us, Allah Ta'ala's countless na'mats we use all the time. Allah Ta'ala showering His na'mat unlimited upon us and we don't even do the bare minimum limit also. Even the bare minimum is compromised. And if that is there in quantity, then in quality it's just rush and haphazard just to say, well I tick the, mark the register, I also got ticked, present, but there's no heart and soul in it, there's no any effort to try and improve it, to do it better, to connect ourselves with Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is saying, فَأُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمُ الدَّرَجَاتُ الْعُلَاءِ Meaning, increase the amal salihah Increase the connection and ta'aluk with Allah Ta'ala. So that you get the higher grades in Jannat. Get the elevated stages in Jannat. And then Allah Ta'ala to call His bandhas closer. Come, take this. What is in store for you? جَنَّاتُ عَدْنٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِ أَلَنْهَارُ خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا The gardens beneath which rivers flow Till eternity. All these things that have been mentioned, this is for who? This is Wazalika Jaza Umantazakka. This is all the recompense of the one who has purified himself. He's made tazkiyah of his nafs. He's purified his heart. Now, obviously these people have many, many qualities in them. And these qualities are mentioned elsewhere in the Qur'an Sharif as well. Like for example, in the 18th para, Allah Ta'ala mentions about قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ خَاشِعُونَ 
the believers are indeed successful, which believers? Now there's a whole list of things that are mentioned. That the believers, they have Iman, Alhamdulillah. That's the ticket to Jannah they have. But they are together with having Iman, people, Alladheena hum fi salatihim khashi'oon. That they have khushu in their salah. Now what about if that salah itself is missing? Only the salah is there, but the khushu is missing. But then if the very salah is missing, then further time the person is fast asleep, and isha time is too tired, he stepped away already, or somebody is too busy in the middle of the day, the very salah is missing, then where, where things have fallen to? So, Alladheenahum fi salatihim khashi'oon, walladheenahum anil laghwi mu'ridoon. That they, they shun all futility, let alone haram, what is completely forbidden. But that futile which is on the border of haram, that too is something that they are very, very cautious about. Because when you're walking on the border, Allah knows best when you can fall over. So Allah Ta'ala speaks about the qualities of these people, that they have this khushu in their salah. وَالَّذِينَهُمْ عَنِ اللَّهُوِ مُعْرِضُونَ وَالَّذِينَهُمْ لِلزَّكَاةِ فَاعِلُونَ وَالَّذِينَهُمْ لِفُرُوجِهِمْ حَافِظُونَ And they protect their chastity. They don't commit zina. They don't cause the purity Allah has blessed them to be spoiled with all evil and haram and filth. And then further down Allah Ta'ala mentions about that they uphold the amanat and trust. Trust in all its different dimensions. And then so many other things are mentioned. Now in this whole list Allah Ta'ala mentions about who is successful. The successful person is the one who has all these qualities. Whole list. But yet in another ayat Allah Ta'ala says قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ تَزَكَّى The same aspect here what Allah Ta'ala mentions فَذَلِكَ وَذَلِكَ جَزَاءُ مَنْ تَزَكَّى This is the recompense of those who have purified themselves. And this ayat Allah Ta'ala says قَدْ أَفْلَحَ Those people are successful مَنْ تَزَكَّى قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا Another ayat of the Quran Sharif. Those who have purified the nafs are successful. And here Allah gives the whole list of what these people must have in their lives to succeed. Now what is the sum total of all this? That the person who has made tazkiyah of himself, he will have all these qualities. So this whole list is highlighted. That look, he must have all this. But who will have all this? The other ayat of the Quran Sharif highlights it. That person will have it who has made tazkiyah of his self. And if the tazkiyah is missing, then he might have some amal in his life. But Allah forbid, together with whatever amal he is accumulating also, how he'll conduct himself due to the lack of tazkiyah, he is now just ready to dish it out to others on the day of Qiyamah. His mu'amalat are not in order, his mu'asharat and social life is not in order. His akhlaq is very poor. It means nothing to him to sway anybody, to hurt anybody. It means nothing to usurp somebody's wealth. And mashallah, the salah is also, that's excellent mashallah. Salah is there, that's excellent. The zakat is taking place, mashallah, excellent. The charity, tremendous amount of charity, very, very good. Alhamdulillah. Allah Ta'ala increased that. But the big question is, is all this for me or to be dished out to somebody else tomorrow? Is it going to be all accumulated in my account for me? Or am I just now the, just the transit now, that all this is just being done for somebody else? Hazrat Maha Umar Palampuri he used to mention that his mother, when they were little children, she would say to them that, look, if you ever want to make ghibat of somebody, then make ghibat of me. Ever want to make ghibat of somebody, make ghibat of me. Now which mother will tell her child, make ghibat of me? Because she knew that this child is sane and mashallah can see all the good signs of a very great child to grow up one day. So she knew that no sane child will make ghibat of his mother. But the lesson that why you want to make ghibat make of me? Because when you're going to make ghibat of somebody, you're going to dish out your good deeds. You're going to give your good deeds away to the person you have spoke ill of. So now nobody else is more deserving of that good deeds than your own mother. So if you want to dish it out away to somebody, rather give it to me. In other words, the lesson was don't ever make ghibat. 
But this was a wonderful way of giving that lesson that it sticks in the mind now. That if I ever want to make ghibat, then rather of my mother, but who in his sane mind is going to make ghibat of his mother? So the lesson in all this, the tazkiyah of the heart. MashaAllah we are approaching these very Mubarak days, 15th of Shaban and MashaAllah the great month of Ramadan is at our doorstep. Allah Ta'ala keep us to see the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to use these Mubarak moments in the way Allah Ta'ala becomes pleased with us. So while we very often, Alhamdulillah, Summa Alhamdulillah, start gearing ourselves for more amal and indeed we must do this. This is something we should have already started getting in the momentum. So that as Ramadan comes, we can increase it to a point where we can maximize the Mubarak month of Ramadan. So Alhamdulillah, that is excellent. That the mindset is already now developed towards increasing amal and trying to maximize tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Nawafil, Dua, Tasbihat, and increasing charity and sadaqat. But often in the midst of all this, the focus towards tazkiyah of the heart, of the nafs, that sometimes just doesn't occur to us. Whereas that is the very foundation of everything and that is what will keep the amal alive after Ramadan as well. That is what will spur a person to continue in Ramadan, not just something that will be a momentary, just some josh and some little burst of fervor and then everything dies off. No, the tazkiyah will keep the mujahada alive. The tazkiyah will bring in the himmat and the courage of mujahada. That now if it's a long fast also, but he'll be happy to keep the long fast for Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. It might be a hot day too, but subhanallah in that heat also, but he is, he is in that different world that he is now fasting for Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Allah is watching him. Allah is aware. Nobody can see this ibadat. Nobody can see the, it's not like, like the Salah, somebody can see him now in Ruku and somebody sees what a long Sajdah is making and somebody can see him reciting Quran Shari, Alhamdulillah, all this Allah Ta'ala's ibadat. And fasting, nobody knows whether he quietly is doing something else. Nobody knows whether he even started fasting for the day, he's just pretending to be walking around. Many times in the Haram Sharif, etc., or out of Ramadan, on the Thursday, uh, Monday, etc., the Dastarkhan, is laid out for iftar because many people mashallah fast so many others also mashallah yeah, well there's no restriction on them so sometimes others also come and sit down so once somebody was now laying out the dasarkhan so he said come sit down so he said no no we're not fasting so he said a lot of them here are not fasting no you need to come also it's fine for everybody the point is nobody knows who's fasting and who's not fasting so now that thought my Allah is watching my Allah is aware this is for my Allah alone and Allah loves this. If Allah loves this, I become beloved to Allah Ta'ala. What more I want? So now that comes not just with the focus on amal, but the heart has become a heart. And the heart has become connected to Allah Ta'ala. Now that amal will happen for Allah Ta'ala. Otherwise that amal might sometimes be there. But if the heart is not connected to Allah Ta'ala, the heart hasn't been purified. The tazkiyah hasn't happened. Allah forbid that very amal might happen on a wrong niyat. Might happen on a wrong foundation. Which is no foundation at all. It will come collapsing. Because it's on a... It's nothing. It's standing without ikhlas. Something good has happened. Very great in terms of the amal itself. But the intention got corrupted. Why the intention got corrupted? Because the heart is not purified yet. So the heart now... That ikhlas hasn't been developed. That connection with Allah Ta'ala is not there. As a result now anything goes, everything goes, anyhow it happens. So while the focus towards Amal is very necessary, but even more important than the focus towards Amal, Amal must carry on, there can be no compromise especially on the Faraiz, on the Wajibat, the sunnat muakkada that must continue. But more important than the focus on Amal is to get the Tazkiyah in the Because otherwise that very Amal is in danger. That very amal is in danger of rejection, either because of the wrong niyat, lack of ikhlas, some ulterior motive, how it was done, Allah Ta'ala save us and protect us. Otherwise, dalla sa'yuhum fil hayatid alladheena dalla sa'yuhum fil hayatid dunya wa hum yahsaboona annahum yuhsinoona sun'a 
Allah Ta'ala says on the day of Qiyamah some people will come. All their efforts in dunya are gone to waste. And they were thinking they're doing great wonders. They're thinking they're doing wonderful, great things. But it's all lost. Why? Something else was lacking. Something was missing. The Tazkiya was missing. Now this requires very fun- fundamental focus. There's a prior, there's a priority in a mu'min's life. Because all these ayat are highlighting that without this tazkiyah, the success can't be achieved. Qad aflaha man zakka. Qad aflaha man tazakka. Ghalika jaza'u man tazakka. All this is based on this tazkiyah. When this tazkiyah truly happens, then everything changes. A person's entire thinking changes. His preferences and dislikes changes. He becomes super sensitive to what is going to be correct and what, what's to be forsaken. What is going to bring him closer to Allah Ta'ala and what he must stay away from because this might take him backwards. So Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala an, one person comes, he's seeing him wearing a very very coarse cloth. So he sees I've come from a certain place, I was gone to some, wherever he went to, and I've brought a very fine cloth. And it will really please me if I see you wearing this. Because it's now such a wonderful fabric and you know, it'll be so comfortable. So he said, okay, show me. So he had it with him, he brought it out, opened it out. So he began feeling it. So it was very fine. So I asked him, is this silk? Because silk is haram for men. He said, no, no, it's not silk. This is not silk, this is cotton. But it's made so wonderfully. So he carried on feeling it. He said, see, my fear is, if I wear this, I am going to start becoming proud and boastful. And Allah Ta'ala does not love those who are proud and boastful. Now it's not that, that to wear that is haram. Say, I'm fearing for myself. Now I am fearing, now who is Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala? What caliber of personality he was? But now this is that Tazkiyah speaking. With the barakat of the company of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, every Sahabi's Tazkiyah was instant. That was the barakat of the Sahabat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That they were elevated in that one moment beyond all the awliya of the world after put together. But after Nabi Karim Salaam left this dunya, that effect of that tazkiyah in an instant, that obviously was the barakat of Nabi Karim Salaam Sahabat and his companionship. Thereafter, this effort had to be made. The effort of tazkiyah, the effort of purifying the heart, of keeping the heart clean, Keeping the heart pure of all evil and vice, keeping the heart clean. But now he is holding this cloth and he's saying, I fear for myself that I might become boastful and arrogant and proud. Allah Ta'ala does not love the proud and arrogant person. Therefore, please excuse me from this. Now, we often choose something so that it will look smart in the eyes of others. The Hadith Sharif Nabi Kareem says, Man Nabisa Libasa Shuhratin. أَلْبَسَهُ اللَّهُ لِبَاسَ ذُلِّ الْيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Oh, كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صلى الله عليه وسلم The one who wears clothes to show off in dunya. Now one is to wear something good. Why? Because a person feels a little bit happy about it. He is not wearing something that is not in conformity to the laws of shariat. But he is wearing something good because he is feeling a little bit good about it. To that extent is okay. But so that others will be impressed so now that's gone beyond the limit. The one who will wear something to impress others. So if it's just want to impress his wife, it's okay. But he's wearing it to impress somebody else outside. He's wearing it to impress some rep that might be coming, some female rep. He's wearing it to impress some customers. Or maybe his staff, Allah forbid. Or who not. So now he's wearing something to impress others. أَلْبَسَهُ اللَّهُ لِبَاسَ ذُلِّ الْيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ Allah will clothe him with garments of disgrace on the day of Qiyamah. So now this tazkiyah will make a person think what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Why I'm being so sweet and suddenly so speaking so nicely here. Why I couldn't adopt the same thing at home. Why at home can I only growl but I can speak so sweetly outside. How come? Now what's going to make him think about it? Otherwise, with the lack of tazkiyah, one of the biggest problems that 
become a result of this is that a person is blinded to his own faults and he is very very he's able to notice everybody else's fault but but the lack of tazkiyah is that there's a light that light is dead inside and the darkness you can't see so now within him is darkness so within him all the faults whatever else is going on in the darkness he can't see anything about himself but with his eyes he can see everybody else's faults but within himself is dark so in his darkness he can see nothing that is also what we have to focus on in this mubarak time that is now with us and the greater month of ramadan that is approaching what effort is being made on tazkiyah on correcting our hearts rectifying ourselves removing all these ailments of the heart the malice the jealousy mashallah we want to keep everything clean around us what about keeping clean inside us what about keeping the heart clean that is the most important aspect after all so outside must be clean as well that's a teaching of deen that's what iman is all about cleanliness but what about the cleanliness of inside the heart having that pure heart the clean heart anas radhiyallahu ta'ala an nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam at this time with such shafqat such muhabbat in what a beloved way ya bunayya oh my beloved son oh my beloved son anas was the khadim e khas he was the special attendant of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam for 10 years he remained in the khidmat of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya bunayya in qadarta an tusbiha wa tumsiya wa laysa fi qalbika ghishun li ahadin fafal that if you can keep your heart clean of malice in other words do so don't not if you can then do it you can't don't worry about it no no in other words make sure you keep your heart clean keep your heart clean of malice fa inna zalika min sunnati because that's my way of life that's how i keep my heart because dunya is dunya a lot of dust flies in dunya a lot of things fly but the dust flies the person goes take a shower cleans himself changes his clothes washes himself because he knows dust flies around Just keeps flying around. It doesn't mean that now he says, but you know, five days ago I took a shower. Now every other day I must take a shower. He says, no, no, that's how it is. You go to take a shower daily. In fact, in the summer months now you take it every day. Why? Because now the dust and the perspiration. So now he doesn't say, but I took a bath last month. So for the external self, we understand that sometimes people are taking showers twice a day to this day. But for the heart, we say now we press the button. You know, last year Ramadan, or last year 15 Shaaban. Now, should Jabba come? We'll just do some cleanup again. It lasts for another one year also. That doesn't happen. Also, there's a lot of dust that's flying around that affects the heart as well. That too requires constant cleaning. In Qadarta, and that's why Nabi Karim Salaam is addressing it in such an ajib way. Such an ajib way. One way was in our thinking. Oh, my son, keep your heart clean. But Nabi Karim Salaam will be saying it differently. And what can we understand the depth of kalam and nubuwat? We can just try to scratch the surface. But Nabi Karim Salaam will be saying, "In qadarta an tusbiha wa tumsiya," that if you can pass the morning and then make the evening also. In other words, by the time the morning you cleaned it, you will have to still clean it in the evening also. Don't think you did it in the morning, then the evening is done. morning and evening the indication is that this is all going need that keep your heart clean now when their heart will come clean when they'll be tazkiya otherwise that heart will be filled with malice with jealousy with pride with arrogance with anger and with all kinds of things against people and what not so that is not the way that the bakeries awesome lived his life and he told us wazalika min sunnati that is my way of life and then further aman ahabba sunnati kana fa'mai fil jannah the one who loves my way of life he will be with me in jannat subhanallah now this is the effect of tazkiyah that he'll keep his heart clean now tazkiyah doesn't happen by wishing for it tazkiyah doesn't happen by dreaming about it This kya happens purely with the fadl of Allah Taala. Walaula fadlullahi alaykum wa rahmatuhu ma zaka minkum min ahadin abada. Walakin Allah yuzaki mayyasha. Happens purely with Allah Taala's fadl and grace. But the system Allah Taala has placed that the one who will lead us to Jahadu fi na la nahdiyan nahum subulana. 
the one who will make the mujahada, undertake the effort to make the tazkiyah, Allah will grant it to him out of his fuzzle and grace. That effort, no matter how great it might seem to us, is really nothing. That effort is not deserving of anything. It's like that one person now wanted to go to Harun Rashid to go and put some request forward. So now, Bedouin living in the, somewhere far away in the desert and no water there. So now he's got some little container, one earthen pot with some water. He thought now everywhere is the same because he's never seen any place beyond his own space. So he thought the whole world is like this, that there's no water anywhere. And water is now so, will be so greatly appreciated. Now I'm going to put one request of my need, I should take something along. So he took the small little earthen pot of water that too is now so dusty already and stale from so long now he comes and he, long story short he presents this gift and they see what it is, it's already gone smelly also and then he presents his need so in any case, Han Rashid then gives the command, he says okay fill it up with the gold coins and the next day now, says now okay now take him give him now, fill, fill this up for him with gold coins but now take him, when you take him, take him past the Euphrates now this person as he's passing, he is realizing what he did. He thought he did something so great, he brought this earthen pot full with water. Here this water is flowing, pure crystal clear water. And he thought he gave something due to which he deserved something great. He brought such a wonderful gift, so he really deserved this bag of gold. Now he realized that this, what I brought, wasn't even worth a speck of dust compared to what I got. So it didn't deserve anything. Likewise, no matter what effort we make, it is not even deserving of an iota, because what we want in return, what is our effort in that regard? What really can we claim to be an effort? But it's purely Allah Ta'ala's grace. Purely Allah Ta'ala's grace. But Allah Ta'ala's grace comes on the one who adopts those means that Allah Ta'ala has made the means for it. And the means Allah Ta'ala has made, so one is the companionship of the righteous and pious. We have to seek out those whose companionship will take us to Allah Ta'ala. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqullah wa kunu ma'as-sadiqeen This tazkiyah, this is the syllabus of tazkiyah Allah has given us. Now in these Mubarak times, this is also something to focus towards. Because without this tazkiyah, everything is in danger. Everything is in severe danger. We might appear to be doing a lot and Allah knows what we are really doing. What is in our heart? What is in our mind? How are we conducting ourselves? How is our private moments continuing? What is our akhlaq? What is our mu'amalat? Our mu'asharat? How we live at home? These are the things that now have to be focused on, made an effort on. This all comes down to the issue of tazkiyah. And then keeping in the right company, staying away from things that become a barrier between us and Allah Ta'ala. Let alone other times, even the month of Ramadan then comes, but that barrier and the, the distraction of the phone and whatever else doesn't stop. So now, person more than till out of the Quran Sharif, he's reading all social media messages and whatnot. He's no, no, he's just passing some time. Time is passing. Allah Ta'ala keep us before this time passes us and we don't see the month of Ramadan also Allah knows Allah Ta'ala keep us till then but the point is to now focus in this direction make dua beg Allah Ta'ala's help ask Allah Ta'ala for this purification of our nafs and make that effort in that as required what is the process that we have to undertake and in this way inshallah that heart will get purified the heart gets purified then everything will fall in place if the heart is not purified everything else is in danger Allah tabarak wa ta'ala grant us the purity of heart, Allah ta'ala grant us the purity of action, Allah ta'ala grant us the purity of thought and put everything in the line that Allah ta'ala is pleased with. Allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Make zikr for a few minutes of tawaj.
ഹബീബിക്കൈറിൽ ഹബിബിലൈനൽ <تصفيق> ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving الله اله العالمين يا الله forgive us يا الله الله forgive all of my sins يا الله take us your true and obedient servants يا الله اله العالمين يا الله make us the true ummah of nabiy kareem صلى الله عليه وسلم Allah, you make us those who are pleased with you, Allah. Allah, save us from everything that is displeasing to you, Ya Allah. Enable us to do all that which is pleasing to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, make our complete tazkiyah, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Purify our souls, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, cleanse us from all the evils and vices, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with all the beautiful and noble qualities, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, make us muttaqi, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with khashiyat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with inabat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with tawazu, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with tawakkul, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with all the beautiful and noble qualities, Ya Allah. Allah, cleanse our hearts out from all the evil and filth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you keep us, Ya Allah, to see the Mubarak month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, use the Mubarak month of Ramadan in a way that you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, conducting ourselves in such a way that we become deprived in these Mubarak times, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us... Tawfiq of performing our five times Salah with Jama'a, Ya Allah, with Khushu and Khudu, Ya Allah, in a way that you are pleased with, Ya Allah, enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah, enable us to increase the tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah, enable us to remember you all the time, Ya Allah, Allah save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah, Allah throughout the world, Ya Allah, wherever the Muslims are, Ya Allah, grant, Ya Allah, the strength of Iman to each one, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, grant complete tazkiyah to each one, Ya Allah, Ilahul Alameen, full each one's heart with your Muhammad, Ya Allah, Fill each one's heart with the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Let us remove the love of the Yahud and Nasara and their ways from our hearts and lives, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Enable us to live the Mubarak Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. 